Hi, and welcome back to the Sober Minded Mama. This is Krista, and we're back with episode five. Enjoy. to come on my podcast and talk about grief. It's something that has just been on my mind lately. Um, So grief is a deep and powerful emotion and it's caused by the loss of someone or something that we have held dear to us. Grief is going to be a part of life, whether we like it or not. It's a hard emotion to deal with. I don't think I've dealt with emotions head on as much as I have sober. I remember there was a time in my life when I would just stuff all of my feelings and all of my emotions into the bottom of a bottle and I wouldn't face them head on. This is a big part of why alcohol became my crutch. I became numb. I became angry. And then those emotions would eventually explode and I wouldn't have control over them. I used to be so angry at the world, so angry at God, so angry at my parents, angry at myself and everyone and everything around me. I needed some serious healing. And I thought I could find that healing in drinking, in drugs, in partying, in basically anything that would make me feel numb, anything that basically was part of the darkness and none of it glorified God. I wanted love and even though I had that love in my life, I was too oppressed by the lies that the enemy likes to put upon the people who are hurting, the people who are lost, right? What I needed was God. I needed to pray. And what happened was I was mad at God and I couldn't understand how my life was such a mess. I had so much hurt. I had so much loss and sadness. And I didn't understand why God wasn't fixing any of my problems. And I didn't understand that I needed to release everything to my higher power. And in this case, my higher power is and remains to be God. They just say higher power in Alcoholics Anonymous in the 12-step programs because not everyone believes in God, but I hope eventually everyone does come to believe in God. Everyone has their own journey with God and that's between God and them. But what I know now is that whenever I am hurting or when I have pain that pierces my heart so deeply, I know that I am not alone. It says in Psalms 23 to For even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
God walks with us when we are in the shadows and he protects us and gives us comfort. But now, more than ever, we must come to him, to God, and pray. Like it says in Philippians 4, 6, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And in John 15, 7, it says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. God calls us to pray to him, to come to him with prayer, with our anxieties and with sorrow and questions and our fears. God calls us to have a relationship with him. It's a beautiful thing to know this now, to be able to work on my relationship with God, to be able to know that I am saved through his son, Jesus Christ. This journey, on this journey that I have been blessed to be on, my sober journey, it has been amazing. And every day I wake up feeling even better, feeling closer to God. Only God can give us that feeling. Even when we stray away from God, we have that relationship with him. We won't be lost because he is with us. I grieved so hard for the loss of my addiction when I was becoming sober. And while I was in the Salvation Army Rehabilitation Center, that program I did, I wondered why I was so sad to give up my addiction, to give up my drinking, right? I was sad because my drinking was an emotionally significant possession in part of my life in for such a long period of time. It was like a part of me was dying, my old life died. It was a different type of loss and the loss of something I was doing and had a relationship for years, for a very long time. Because a lot had happened in that long period of time while I was drinking, that's all I knew. That's all I was comfortable with. And I had this big fear and I was afraid of the changes that were coming. I was afraid of being without something that could numb my life. I was afraid to feel these true feelings. But what's great is that God holds all of our fears. Fear is from the enemy. Fear is not from God. And I had to learn how to feel these real emotions again and not just putting a band-aid on them and avoiding them. So I have experienced many losses before my sobriety and they hurt me in so many different ways. I remember there was just one time I broke down in my bedroom and I just like, I was just crying out like how much more heartbreak couldn't I take and that wasn't even my lowest but I just didn't want to feel didn't want to hurt and it was so such a dark experience um but one of the worst losses was my dad's passing and that loss spiraled me into my addiction more than anything did and I drank recklessly and I just remember hurting and I was stuck in that darkness. But what's different now is during my sobriety, I have experienced many different passings, many many deaths, and that's sad to say, but once again, I've lost some friends who held a special place in my heart, and it was sad. And what's sad about that is not being able to say goodbye, not being able to share memories and moments with these people from my past life who helped me when I was lost and confused and alone. And it's sad when you you couldn't help them in return, right? It's sad when they're gone and you're still here and you know that they dealt with similar things. 
I lost my dog, Zila, who was my best friend for seven years throughout my addiction. And she was my sidekick and I loved her like a family member. Uh, we did everything together and she gave me such a great comfort when I needed it. And I didn't feel alone with her. So that hurt me so much because I felt lost without her. And what hurt the most from that was I had just recently become sober. I just moved into Steven's brother's house with him and from living in the sober house that I was in. And then what we got some time with her, maybe almost a year, but it was sudden and she had a heart problem and collapsed and we had to put her down. And that was just a parasitic loss. And from that loss, that's what made me jump into my yoga teacher training classes and I think around that time, I also dived really deep into the new age stuff, which I have previously talked about in a different episode. But yeah, like loss just, it does stuff to you. And if you're not careful, you get thrown off track and you lose that connection with God. So it's really important to have a connection with God. And I, I know that now when I'm sober. I lost my brother, Sean, who was murdered by gun violence. And still to this day, they haven't found who shot and killed him. And the worst part of that is that he himself had a lot of trials and tribulations throughout his life. And he was doing so much better. And I'm glad that we got to see each other doing better. And he was changing his life around. He was doing better as a father, as a son. He had a wonderful girlfriend and he was just so much better than his past. But he was young when he got murdered and it wasn't fair. There's so much gun violence in the city of Boston in every city and it's just it's heartbreaking that a lot of these cases go cold and it kind of seems like no one cares so i don't know that loss just that was really hard and then recently i lost my mother ruth and i felt like i lost my mom i lost her years ago due to dementia but her death still came on suddenly and it's sad, but I feel like I'm a drifter now, lost without parents because her and my dad, they were my parents. They adopted me. They raised me. They taught me everything I know today. And I'm without both of them. I loved my mom, even though we had disagreements and strife. And I really hope she knew that in the end. I'm, I'm sure she did. I'm so grateful that she got to hold Amelia, my daughter. So happy she got to meet Steven and she really loved him. And she got to see me sober. She got to see me healed. And, and I know that was a big wish of hers to see me better. And she did. She got to see that. But all of these losses that I've been through the past, what, four years, all of these losses each stole a part of my heart each stole failings and emotions from me and caused me tremendous pain and grief and in different ways. The difference this time is that I am sober and that I have God. And I have to always remember that God is my father. I learned that in Salvation Army and it kind of clicked and a light went on. And I said, wow, like I'm so used to my adoption and having different parents. And then recently having a relationship with my birth mother and not knowing my dad, when I learned that God is my father, that I'm not alone because I am part of his family, that was a beautiful thing when that light flicked on. And I don't know how to describe it, but God is our father. It says in Ephesians 1, 3 to 6, blessed be the God 
and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intention of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace which he freely bestowed on us in the beloved god adopted us into his kingdom even before we were born we are predestined as sons and daughters to the most high king when we accept jesus as our savior when we put our faith and belief into his son according to god's will we are part of god's family and we are not alone Nowadays, I can feel my emotions and not fear them. I feel pain. I feel heartbreak. And when I start to feel consumed by the lies and when I do start to feel anger and fear and frustrations and complicated feelings, I can remember to pray to come to God because the answers I seek are with Him. I am strong because of God. Like, I don't, I can't describe it because I don't know how well I am so put together. Um, and that's the thing about grieving. There's no right right way to grieve. At my mother's wake, it was just hard because I wasn't like bawling my eyes out, falling on the ground crying. Um, for the most part, I wasn't crying. And then it kind of hit me out of nowhere and it comes and goes. But if this was me before, I would just be out drinking. I would just not care, but care if that makes sense. I would just bottle my emotions and drown them with alcohol, but only God can heal my heart and no one else, nothing else. And that's just a big part of why I stopped doing yoga, practicing yoga, why I stopped a lot of these new age practices, because I turned to those practices for healing. And I was stuck in the new age cycle of trying to find the next fix, trying to find the next thing that was going to heal me. But obviously none of that was working because none of those things were from God. So now, most importantly, I know that I have to keep the faith alive in the Son, Jesus Christ. And I have to keep God at the center of my everything. At the end of the day, God is the one who holds me in his arms and he brings me such a beautiful peace that I never ever would trade for anything. And I have learned so much through my losses, through this grief, and it's not easy. It's a everyday spiritual battle, spiritual warfare, and it's hard. There's a constant battle, but knowing and having God on my side in the Holy Trinity, all of that helps me a million percent. It All of that keeps the hope alive and keeps my faith alive. And I don't have to turn to alcohol. I don't have to turn to drugs. I don't have to relapse. There's no thought of or feeling inside of me that I want to go drink, right? God has taken my anxieties away and have replaced them with peace. And I hope that if you are grieving or if you are dealing with a loss and feel alone, and if you are afraid, I hope and pray that you reach out to God and pray yourselves and just open a Bible, get into God's word. God heals our grieving hearts and he mends us back together.
it's a beautiful thing, this walk with God. And I hope that if you are listening, I hope that you find a relationship with God and that you can learn to walk with him. Mm-hmm.